When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome into tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marvazan, per usual. Guys, we've got some news regarding coronavirus in the NFL. So, Texas, I don't listen, I don't really know what's going on in Texas with coronavirus. I just remember like maybe a month ago, Texas just decided coronavirus was no longer a thing and it was something we just didn't have to worry about. And now, listen, we're not here to talk the politics of coronavirus, but now we got cases going up. I've got a buddy down in Texas right now who actually tested positive the other day for it. And today, we're recording Monday, June 15th. Several players from the Texans and from the Cowboys have tested positive, one including Ezekiel Elliott, who tweeted out HIPAA. So somebody leaked that Ezekiel Elliott is one of the guys who tested positive for coronavirus. So... With this now becoming more of a reality, because we we knew that players could end up getting it, and now that there are several players who have it with who are on the Cowboys and who are on the Texans, guys, you got to look at the NFL season. It's only three, four weeks away until camp technically was supposed to open up or should be opening up, and then the season obviously starts in September. And August sixth, I believe, is the Hall of Fame game. So the season—it's June fifteenth. The season's coming up quick. Guys, is the NFL going to be able to have a regular season like they planned on doing? Like They they kind of plan on just going into it, and their aim is just to do their normal season. But are they going to be able to have a season if they don't adapt something like the what the NBA is trying to do, most likely doing, with the bubble city plan they've got going on? Guys, that's the question right there. Is the NFL going to be able to move forward without doing something like what the NBA is doing? Marv, we'll start with you. What do you think? Yes, yeah, so the NFL first came out, and they had, like you were saying, Nick, the Texas mindset. Oh, this thing this thing does no, no longer exist. We're going to go full throttle. We're going to have fans. Everything's going to go business they just as de- usual. They just decided it was gone. Like, a poof. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was shocked. I remember this is, the NFL came out with this statement, you know, right, right in the midst of everything going on when they said, hey, we don't care what's about to happen. You know, the NFL is going to continue moving on business. Usually we saw that they had the draft and so forth. They just, all they did was cancel the, um, the mini camps. With this report coming out, and especially having, you know, a, a star, superstar, catching COVID-19 this late into um, offseason, per se, NFL's going to have to change a lot of things up. And it's going to jeopardize the season, I think. Because now you're, tell- you're, you're going to have to adapt something like the NBA is doing, where you keep everybody bundled up. Because you can't have players catch COVID during a game or something like that and then go home to their families with it. That's the issue. Because the players may be okay, but you don't know who they're going home with, who they're interacting outside of the games, and what what issues that can resolve in. So it it just becomes a huge mess. And then you're talking about teams that carry 52-plus players, coaches, equipment staff. Like, NFL such a big business that it could – we NBA was bad. It could spread like fire when it comes to the NFL. And I really – I'm really having a hard time wrapping my head around – how they're going to have this season 
let alone being all stuck in one spot. Maybe they can have maybe three states, you know, one in the East Coast, one in the Mid Coast, and one in the West where they, they all play. But I, it's even that right now seems very hard to wrap my head around. With with COVID nineteen, still the numbers are going higher. You know, people have to open up businesses eventually, and before the economy crashes totally. So I don't know what they're gonna do, man. Right, and like, and that's that's the biggest concern is the amount of people who play football at one time. And it's not like like I like okay, MLB obviously you're not touching each other much. The NHL you are, NBA you are too. But nothing is like the NFL where it's just a full contact game. So COVID. Everything changes with it, right? We've been told a million things, masks, no masks, whatever. But we just know how quickly this thing spreads and how easily this thing spreads, right? If one guy slips through the cracks and somehow passes the test when he actually does have it, next thing you know, he's touching all of these guys and maybe seven, eight people. And that might be on the lighter side who didn't have coronavirus going into the game, contract coronavirus because somebody slipped through the cracks. It just, I don't know. It doesn't seem too feasible. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, this news coming out about everything that's going on in Texas with the Texans and the Cowboys, you know, for a minute, I think we all probably felt, oh, NFL season looking good. Oh, yeah, you know, we've had fantasy football conversations. You thinking everything is going to be right on par. Time is going to be on point and NFL is just going to come around like it usually does after all these years. But the reality of the situation is COVID-19 is still out there. And prominent players, Ezekiel Elliott, he has the virus. And everything you you guys just said is so true, which in turn, I think, definitely puts the NFL season in jeopardy. Like, the NFL is going to have to come up with something similar to what the NFL, I mean, the NBA is doing, um, because the current plan of just rolling through, you know, regular, like they planned on doing it, it's not going to work. I know the talk was, oh, we're, we plan on having fans back in the – nah, it's not going to work. Oh, we're planning on yeah, just – no, no way the fans are coming yeah. back. Oh, we plan on just opening up training camp and facilities and what – something has to change, NFL. And I don't know if they – in the process of coming out and saying everything's just going to be regular, I don't know if they had people behind the scenes, you know, possibly work, working on alternative situations if it's not the case – I, I really hope they did because if their mindset was just to go with everything regular, it's not going to work. So Roger Goodell and his team, you know, those people, they need to put plans in motion on what they're what they're going to do if they want an NFL season to happen. What's the alternative actions that need to pl- take place to try to keep players, staff, coaches, try to keep everybody safe because this thing is still real. And, you know, with the news coming out, about Ezekiel Elliott and in Texas, you know, it's right there in our faces for sure. And that's that's what it seems like. It seems like they just, I mean, who knows if they've got a backup plan already in place, but they were telling the public, like, in, in you're right, like, I, I believed them. I think it was you more don't. of a, a hopeful thing because I think we want this to happen. But, like, they were like, we are going to play this, we're going to play this regular season in – Another thing that you have to strongly consider is we're obviously at this point right now past the peak of coronavirus, and we're all in Massachusetts, where Massachusetts got hit, I believe is the third heaviest hit in the nation. So we saw a lot of COVID up here. Now, there's a possibility and there's a real concern that this thing is going to have a resurgence in the fall. 
you, you know when the foot when the football season is? It's in the fall. So if we've got a resurgence happening and these players aren't in a bubble, aren't in a city like the NBA plans on doing, well then there's a very real possibility that a lot of these players, if they are just playing a regular season like they planned on regularly with no bubble, a lot of those players probably are going to contract COVID and they're going to bring it home to their families. After this news today and after you really sit down and think about it, guys, I don't think the season's going to happen if they don't do something like what the NBA is doing. And even from another sports perspective, I'm even questioning the NHL now. The NHL's plan, the NHL plans on coming back too. They're not doing a bubble. It's like what's – at least I don't think so. Maybe I'm missing that. Um, but like you have to do the bubble or I don't know how you're going to do the season. It's not going to be gone by September. As much as we want it to be gone, it's, it's not going to be gone. Big yeah, it's, it's going to have to be a massive-ass bubble. <laughs> every, every sport is going to have to come up with an alternative plan. I don't think any sport that thinks they can just come back uh, things business as usual, it's, it's not going to work. You see the NBA going their route. Uh, baseball has a lot of issues right now. The NFL is going to have to think about some things, and then the NHL as well. Like Nothing's going to be regular, at least for this upcoming season. This isn't where I talk baseball, but uh... – I mean, it kind of relates. Roger Goodell has somehow managed to become the second least likable commissioner of the four major sports because Rob Manfred has surpassed him big time. That guy stinks. Looking that guy sucks. looking real bad for baseball right now. <laughs> looking real bad. So, yeah, I mean, NFL season, not going to be great. Not looking great if you're not going to get, if you're not going to adapt to that bubble format that the NBA is doing. All right, guys, this is the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvizan and with Mike Molino, per usual. So there's been a lot of talk with what's been happening in the nation over the past couple of weeks with the protests, with the, with, with flag, with the flag, with kneeling for the national anthem pregame. Obviously, a lot of talk has been coming up again about Colin Kaepernick. A lot of people want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL, which... I mean, hey, Patriots, get some depth, baby. Add some depth to that roster. Bring him in. But that's not the main point of the conversation today. The main point is kneeling. And this time around, so obviously you remember 2016, it was a, it was a very contentious conversation. Is it disrespectful to the military? Is it not disrespectful to the military with Colin Kaepernick kneeling? And with several other players joining in. But now all players joined in. This time around... There are a lot of other players and coaches who are coming out and saying that, yeah, we are, go- we are going to kneel alongside our teammates, and this is why, and it's not disrespectful. And it seems like there are a lot more, I guess you want to say NFL personalities, coming out now and standing alongside everybody who does plan on kneeling for the upcoming 2020 season. So, guys, the question is there, why this time are there more people, personalities, coaches, uh, players coming out and saying that, yeah, we're going to sit, uh, we're going to kneel right alongside our teammates, our players. Why is that this time? Mike, let's start with you. What do you think? First and foremost, let me say this to anybody out there. I don't care, player, coach, fan, whoever, who still looks at sports and, and, and we're talking to NFL here and Colin Kaepernick and kneeling. To anybody who still looks at that and thinks that he's disrespecting the flag, I know we've talked about this before on this podcast, on other podcasts. 
but open up your mind because you're still lost in the sauce and still haven't done your due diligence in, in, in getting understanding on what kneeling during the national anthem is all about. Let me put that out there first and foremost. Second of all, uh, I commend uh, players, coaches, whoever out there who are coming out saying, you know, they want to kneel to, or even if they haven't came out and said they want to kneel to, at least they're coming out saying that, you know, they finally have an understanding of what it's about. There's people out there who just didn't want to open their mind to really understanding why this man, Colin Kaepernick, began kneeling in the first place. They just said, it's the national anthem, they're presenting the flag, he's kneeling, and it's wrong, wrong, wrong. They never really listened to the man and his message as to why he's doing it. Now, you fast forward here to 2020, with everything going on, you know, it's, it's again, like we said on multiple platforms, the conversation has grown tremendously all over the place. And thankfully, you know, more people are starting to really take the time to learn and understand and process what it means to kneel during the national anthem. Again, nothing to do with being disrespectful to the flag, nothing to being disrespectful to the armed forces and people who, who fought and lost their lives has nothing to do with that. The current climate of this country is the brutality and the social injustices taking place. That's why the kneeling is happening. So the, for the people who are finally opening their eyes and willing to understand and learn about what's going on in the world, in the country that they live in, and are, are willing to either say they understand the kneeling or willing to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to kneel too because I understand more now, I commend them. It's all about learning and gathering more information before you just spew stuff out there and say, oh, this is right, this is wrong. Sometimes with certain things, you just got to take the time to process and analyze what it is and what it's all about, and then you make a comment or say how you feel. So, you know, shout out again, and I commend everybody who wants to go this route and kneel because they understand where Kaepernick was coming from, for sure. So just to name a couple of the people who have mentioned it, who have uh, been written about, who have who've tweeted about it, who have posted on Instagram about it, we've got J.J. Watt, we've got Bill O'Brien. J.J. Watt's a big one, too, because that man is a superstar in this league. And especially a lot of people, like Houston Texans fans, love J.J. Watt. So having him come out for this is massive. And then you've got Bill O'Brien, obviously still uh, Houston Texans. And Baker Mayfield, too. J.J. Watt on Twitter. Somebody tweeted at him. Pretty sure you won't see at J.J. Watt taking a knee. And then along with three American flag emojis. And he responded, A, don't speak for me. B, if you still think it's about disrespecting the flag or our military, you clearly haven't been listening. And then Baker Mayfield, too. Somebody tweeted at Baker Mayfield basically asking him to say that he's not going to kneel. And then he responded, pull your head out. I absolutely am. And then he posted... Uh, several other things in his Instagram story regarding it. So, Marv, what do you think here? Why are there so many more personalities in the NFL coming out and saying that they will be kneeling and defending their coach, their teammates for kneeling for the flag in the upcoming season? First of all, let's just say what it is. It's not just NFL personnel. It's white NFL personnel. Like, we have to, we can't right. just skip that part. That's very important. The mm -hmm. white NFL personalities are finally speaking out and saying that they're taking me, whether it's Bill O'Brien, J.J. J. J. Watt's a really interesting one as well. Because, you know, the fan confidently tweeted, right, oh, 
what J.J. Watt stands for. We all know what J.J. Watt was. We're not blind. This guy could be a future politician someday. I always say that when I think about J.J. Watt. You can see he's very American. You know, he's he's the, he's the average American. When you think of an American white male, you think of J.J. Watt. And so that's what fans yeah. and other people see. Oh, if you are J.J. Watt, you don't believe in the knee because you you represent America. And that's what America is, to stand up for the flag. And like Mike said, if you still have that mentality, you're ignorant and you're stupid and you don't want to listen. You don't want to hear what's going on in this world right now. So I commend the J.J. Watts, the Baker Mayfield, you know, the white counterparts finally understanding what's what's happening here and, and speaking up on it on this platform. Nick, you ask, why is this happening more? Through these marches, through the protests, through everything that is happening in this world, you know, laws have started to come out. You're seeing more body cameras. You're seeing visual things that are happening to black people every single day in this country. And people are finally starting to wake up, are finally starting to listen to our stories and listen to what we've been preaching and yelling and screaming for years and years and years to come. That's what's happening in this country, what Colin Kaepernick tried to do. But Colin Kaepernick got silenced. It doesn't help when you have the president at the time come in and use his viewpoint to try to silence what was going on in the NFL and become the decisive and, you know, the owners, they were scared. They didn't want to pick a side. And everything's about fear. And you don't want to misrepresent America. That all needs to that all needs to end. Players are starting to step up. We, we spoke about it last week, how they demanded more from Roger Goodell. Players are coming together and understanding that this, this is a bigger issue than anything anyone can imagine. If everyone can come together at one viewpoint, understand that we are not going to settle for injustice anymore, then... That's how. That's why you're seeing the J.J. Watts, the Baker Mayfield, Bill O'Brien, a coach saying he's going to kneel with his players. Those are that's huge because other people, other players, other fans, fans are gonna, that are so ignorant, and don't want to see it, are going to have to see it. They're going to have to understand. If they if they don't want to understand it, then you you know what side of the fence you're on. But people are going to see, and the awareness is going to continue, continue, continue. So when people say, "What does marching do?" protests, riots, what do these things do? This is what it does. It creates change. It creates awareness. It creates talk for people in bigger platforms to start spreading it as well. The impact, and like you said, we talked about this last week, and Marv, everything you just said there was perfect. We talked about this last week. The impact that these protests have taken, especially all over social media, it's, it's opened the eyes. And Mike, you said this too. It opened the eyes of a lot of people who before might not have seen why people were kneeling for the flag. And having these white coaches, these white superstar players come out and say, we're going to be we're going to be kneeling right alongside our teammates is absolutely massive. And hopefully, especially guys like J.J. Watt, he's somebody who might help take somebody, maybe not a lot of people, because a lot of people who are going to be on one side, they're going to be cemented on that side. But it might take some some major fans of J.J. Watt and be like, okay, maybe I have to think about this more. So having people like J.J. Watt come out and say something like that is majorly impactful. But overall, it's just the impact of the protests and the social media, the outcry. People are tired. People are angry. People are ready to see change. And we've seen we've seen change start to happen. We've, like you said, Marv, we've seen laws start to change. The impact overall that this has had has just been, it's been, 
it's been crazy. It's been like nothing that we've seen before. Obviously, it's not done, and we still have to keep moving forward. But having people come out like this, again, like Bill O'Brien, like J.J. Watt, like Baker Mayfield, is big. Saying that, that we will be kneeling with our teammates. That is so big. So, guys, anything else with this? Shout out, shout out to Baker Mayfield, too, for coming out and saying, you know, he don't give a damn about any fans that he loses because yeah. it's not about his brand. It's not about his fans and who supports him, who follows him on Twitter or IG. You know, it's much bigger than that. And I hope if there's players out there who maybe feel like, well, maybe I don't want to speak or say anything or kneel because I don't want to hurt my brand or lose fans or supporters, then you, you still got your mind twisted as well. But shout out to Baker Mayfield throwing that part in there as well. Right, and there's been there's been so much explanation about how it's not disrespectful to the flag. Where at this point, if you still think that, you you're tr- you are trying not to to buy into it. You're trying yeah. not to believe what they're saying. Yeah, you're trying to hold on to something within yourself that you can't express. So look at yourself and look at your privilege and look at your prejudice in the mirror when you say that. All right, you guys good? <laughs> Never good, but. We good. We good for the round table right now. Hey, I'm still. If you you guys, whatever else you want to say, I'm here for it. For this topic, it's settled for me. <laughs> All right, CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable again. Nick Qualia, Mike Molino, Marvazan. Guys, we'll be back next week with a new batch of topics to talk about. Follow us on Twitter. I'm sure Gareth's putting it down here right now. Follow us all on Twitter, guys. Again, we'll be back next week. Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. We'll talk to you then, guys. Thanks for watching.